Welcome to Moms in the Hut, everything you need to know about living, loving, and raising little ones in the 806. Go grab your wine and start folding that laundry while you listen to hosts Crystal and Danae share mom fells, discuss trending mom topics, and interview experts. Don't let the Lubbock wind blow you away. Stay grounded as we navigate Navigate motherhood in the the hub together. together. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Be sure to share your favorite episode with family and friends, write a positive review, and leave a five-star rating for your favorite Lubbock moms. Testing. Hi there, and welcome to Moms in the Hub. I'm Crystal Greenzo. And I'm Danae Hooks. And welcome back to another amazing time in our Moms in the Hub, Moms Do It Best studio. Ooh, I like that. Did and you like that shirt? I'm designing some shirts right now. Yeah, we're in the process of trying to pick out a shirt. So all the listeners who want a shirt, it'll be available hopefully soon. Yeah. Once we decide on something. Yeah, I've got <laughs> a lot of designs. Once we agree on something. <laughs> but, Okay. The, I don't think the agreement is like, we just need to figure out how to <laughs> Madeline no okay. kids in the studio no kids in the studio <laughs> okay love you you're cute bye okay so my good child is asleep on the couch right now <laughs> just kidding they're both perfect cherubs <laughs> Anyways, I don't think that the choosing is going to be or agreeing on it is not the the issue. The issue is just deciding we're going to push something out right now. Right. Instead of. I mean, now's as good a time as any. So. Right. Let's just do it. Okay. And we'll, like we talked about, whichever. So figure out what saying you like the most for the shirt. Right. Because I really like moms do it best. Yeah. I think it's kind of punny to an extent, a little dirty, but also very clean and realistic. (laughs) Okay. No. But we have dads on here too, occasionally. This is moms in the hub. I know. I, I understand. Get that. And why We're all can't inclusive, they? Though. Exactly. So why can't they wear a shirt that says "Moms do it best"? Well, that's probably true. That get them a lot of brownie points. What if they? I would love my husband to walk around with a shirt right. that said that. I was thinking maybe they could identify as a mom. That's true. All right. Okay, let's do it. Okay, done. Decision okay. made. Right here. <laughs> and and we're still doing the frontal lobe. And listen, I will give you an extra like. On the Instagram world, if you buy and wear our frontal lobe shirt, shirt. (laughs) because no one's going to get it. At least that's what people are telling me. Yeah, you have to listen to the show to know. Yeah. So, I mean, for real, though, we do have to blame almost everything on the frontal lobe and alcohol. Yes. And so, like, you put the song, you put the words together, you create the perfect shirt. There you go. Okay. So, anyways, the weather... It's getting nice. Oh, and so chilly. now we're talking about the weather. Yes. I mean, okay. Well, because we're here and we're like cozy. You're and right. Yeah. I, I don't know. And we had a fire. You have one now? No, no, we right now. We did yesterday. Yeah. We got to figure out how our fireplace works. Uh, okay. I don't think something was turned on. We haven't used it since we moved into the house. So we're going to have to get somebody out there to look at it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you can call Jimmy. He'll go fix it. Okay. Jimmy. 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 Speed doll. Well, we got a new roof yesterday. Mm-hmm. Perfect timing. Yeah, yeah, perfect timing. Well, he said it's supposed to be hot today, so maybe it actually might not stay on as well as he thinks it will. I have no idea. I'm not a roofer. But what I do know is Jimmy started a fire yesterday, and then we had men on the roof. And so we were just sat back thinking, hmm, probably wasn't the best idea. Can they continue <laughs> this, <laughs> this roofing ordeal with a fire? Are they we smoking them out? <laughs> I have no idea. So Jimmy was like, keep working. I'm, I'm just going to, we're just going to kill it. We're just yeah. going to die down it was going good like that was a good fire sometimes he doesn't really get good ones going they, they're kind of dinky in the beginning okay of the season 
You know, he's got like warm up warm those up. skills. Mm-hmm. And this one was a good one. It wasn't a warm up. So it's very disappointing when it's gone. Well, I'm, I am excited about this weather because I don't know. It's just like change. But we literally went from hot to it's pretty darn cold I outside. I feel like we missed fall. We did. Not only Absolutely. did we miss spring and summer, but also fall. Yeah. So now we're like right back to the beginning of COVID. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's what. So now it's Netflix time. Yeah. I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm not going to do the workout stuff that like, mom's on the move. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Not that I've been going anyways because I haven't. But I'm not. I'm not going to make any extra effort to get out and about. Yeah. I'm kind of happy to be a hermit for these next couple months. And then January and February is going to hit me and I'm just going to be like, oh, you're done. done. Yeah, it's going to be really cold. Yeah. Hopefully so. I don't get depressed. We got to talk about that because that's setting in. Mm-hmm. This time of season is a very, um, I don't want to say depressing season, but it's a time that mental health is very important. Yeah. And we definitely need to probably have somebody on about that and mm-hmm. talk about it because, I mean, holidays, you're happy with all of them coming up, but there's also a lot of stress. There's job changes. There's COVID. There's all kinds of stuff. Maybe you've lost a loved one. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's real hard for our family, too. Yeah. So Christmas. Breathe it out, honey. (laughs) (sighs) Anyways. Oh, okay. So this week, um, last week, remember how I was talking? It was my first week without kids. Yeah. And I was just going to go crazy on the house, which I've done. Okay. I've done really well. I sent Mm -hmm. you a picture of my Mm -hmm. new closet in the hallway. Mm -hmm. But Hadley, I told her that. For one, you've been in her room. It's ridiculous. She has too much stuff. Everything's everywhere. She destroys everything. Okay. Gets everything out. And so I said, Hadley, you need to go through. We need to get rid of some of this stuff. You know, Santa Claus is going to come. Yeah. We need to get rid of some stuff. Go through your toys and pick out some things to, to give away. So she immediately, she's in her room and she gets up and she walks down the hall to her brother's room and starts bringing me his toys. What an excellent woman. <laughs> so it's isn't like she brilliant she okay. is i mean i was impressed but i mean she's like you want toys i'll give you toys That's right. not, mine. Just not my toys not mine. yeah so but she i got some yeah brought out i mean five six seven of hudson's toys and laid them out in the living room like there but you what go about the ones she was saving which ones she was saving his toys oh yeah he was getting rid of stuff and she was taking it from the get rid pile right to her bedroom because she needed to save it yes like her brain she's definitely gt yeah gifted so she, and talented and also manipulative all the same time you know <laughs> she's a very scary package <laughs> she is it's good it's awesomely scary but she did i was getting rid of some i mean he's not interested in a lot of the things he used to play with you know little toys and stuff mm-hmm. and she thought she was saving them by taking them to her room. So mm, that's so sweet. She though. saved some and then she got rid of some. Well, Kyle Mack is starting to notice shopping. Mm-hmm. Like he's starting to understand that we can't. Where do we go? We went. I went to exchange something or drop off an Amazon something at Kohl's. So he said, can I go over there, mom? He asked very nicely, politely. I said, sure. Once we return this, if you can act well in line right here, then we can go over there and we'll look at the toys. We're looking though. We're not touching. Put your hands in your pockets. So we did, and he did really great, and so did Madeline. They did great putting their hands in their pockets so they didn't touch anything, but they looked, and they kept saying, I want this. Can we buy this? Mm-hmm. I want this. I want this. I'm like, yeah, you can have all of that. You need to get rid of the toys you have at home. Yep. Said, and you need to write it in a letter to Santa, so you better be working on those letters at school. Because if you can't write a letter and read and spell, then I guess you can't get any toys. <laughs> Santa's not going to know. I'm, he's not. He can't read minds. He's well, not Jesus. Every commercial that comes on Hadley, I want that. I want that. And then now the Target um, circulars coming in, the Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I want that. I want that. I'm like, well, that's not going to happen. Oh, good. Why? 
Well, because I don't want her to have everything. Yeah. I mean, she can only play but with so much. But if you're teaching her how to give, you know, that's the other thing is I'm like, come, I go to that room and figure out what toys we can give away to mm-hmm. others who may not have them or who need a change, you know? Yeah. Or who needs to buy it off of trading up. You know, their moms <laughs> may need to purchase it from you. And then we could use that money to buy new stuff. To buy new stuff. I know, but I, I just don't like them to have more than what they need. Like when yeah. it comes to clothes and toys. So we have a very Same. set limit on what they get for the holidays. And then I'm kind of psycho. So I figure out what everybody else in the family is going to get them. And then I take a picture of the toy and then I send it to them and where to get it. So that way I can control it all. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. <laughs> That's real. You yeah. send that to your in-laws? Yes. And they follow your instructions? Yes. If I told my big mom, this is where you're getting my son this year, she would laugh in my face. Yeah. And then come back with a bunch of toys that make noise. Yeah, I just I well mean, because I I want them to get like what they want, but I also don't want them to get crap. Yeah, yeah, like a hundred percent. So then I'm like, okay, the main things that I know that you really want that I know you play with, then I send out a list to everybody. Or actually, it started off as a list, and then I got you know smarter and started taking snapshots of everything and putting the price on it and where to get it, and then I would send that to the family. Oh my goodness! So I make it really easy on everyone. Can you share that spreadsheet you have? <laughs> like, is it in a document? On the computer? No. Oh, okay, so this is just text messaging. Right. Yeah. That's boring. I can't do that. I'll make a spreadsheet for you. Please? Okay. Can you please? Sure. I just need something to follow. A nice little guideline. Because maybe I need to do that as well. Because my main thing is don't. I don't want you to get him anything. We have enough. Mm-hmm. We always have enough. Even when he had nothing, we still had enough. Yeah. And then my family likes to buy things that are above grade level. Yeah. Or age level, you know? So like we've had six year old cars since six months. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well he can't sit up, you know? Well, so maybe we should have saved that for a couple of years or like a bicycle before he was walking. Well, with Hudson this year, I mean, he doesn't play with stuff. He does video games. He likes to read. And I said, he likes Legos, but he builds it and then doesn't do anything with it. Yeah, because that's it. You right. Successfully so I'm like, okay, really think about that. Yeah. So you want someone to spend $100 on a big Lego set. You're going to build it in one day, mm-hmm. and then it's just going to sit there. Is that what you want to do? I mean, if that's what you, if that's what you want to spend yeah. your money on. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's like, you know what? Now that I think about it, that doesn't really make much sense. I said, why don't you try doing the whole experience thing? You mm-hmm. know, Adventure Park or something like yeah. that. So something that thing. He can keep using. So yeah. I think he's thinking about that. But good. That's what I want to do too. I think I'm just going to put a list together of experiences that I'd like them to do throughout the year. And then you can give them that. But um, that's not going to be enough for my family because they want to see kids open up gifts. And that's how my mom is. And that's the problem. Well, and that when they ask me, I never know what to ask for because I feel like I do have everything that I need and everything else is just excess. So I want gift cards or that's give me it, cash. Money. That's so that way, I mean. if I do decide I want something later, it's around, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's trashy. You can't ask for cash. My mom hates. She's like, I have to buy you something tangible yeah. that you can open up. I'm like, but I'm going to end up taking back whatever it is that you bought me. Yes. I do that all the time. Yes. So Absolutely. I feel the exact same way. And I remember growing up, Big Mama telling me, like, I think I was buying this dress or something for school. And I didn't really like it, but she liked it and I didn't want to hurt her feelings Mm -hmm. or argue or whatever. And then she said, Crystal, you don't like this, do you? And I was like, no, I don't. But you do. It's great. And she said, no, you're wasting my money. If you don't if you don't love it, you say no. We move on. That's it. Don't worry about my feelings. 
she doesn't say that anymore. You know, now I need to worry about her <laughs> in her older age. But I remember her saying that. And that was, I feel like I've already told you that story before. I don't know. So sorry if I'm repeating myself. The listeners sorry, haven't not heard sorry, it. though, because I'm also not <laughs> apologizing anymore. Right. Yeah. Or washing my face. You know, like you girl, wash your face. Yeah, I get it. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. but you gotta wash your face. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have to do anything if I don't want to. Okay, live with the wrinkles, whatever. Wrinkles. Yeah, Didn't you I cannot... just get compliments on my face today about how great my face you is. You did. I'm just saying and you I have to wash, wash your it. face, but you have to wash your face with what? With water? Yeah, check in the shower, soap or water or some type of I don't know cleaner, cleanser. Yeah. I do have cleanser. Yeah. We're getting, to, we're getting to that age where we have to start working about we're worried about that kind of stuff. Oh, that's another thing. I said I was going to ask for mm-hmm. like spa treatments for oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. We need to make a list. So um, if you're listening, go ahead and get on our social media or email us at um, podcast at lbkmoms.com <laughs> and let us know what you want. Moms, what do you want for Christmas? Yeah, give us an idea. We're not even done with thanks with Thanksgiving or Halloween is in a week. So I know that's actually halloween is tomorrow but (laughs) i know we're not there yet but we should be thinking about christmas in july let's be real okay so what is it that you're gonna want that people are gonna need to prep for and mostly i need to steal your ideas so go ahead and let us know what those are an Um, h-e-b gift card oh my gosh that'd be good wouldn't it yeah but then also for the kids yeah, you that's know, true. I just don't want them to have junk. I know. I know we keep going back to that thing, but I just don't want junk and junk and junk. And I'm going to throw it away if it's junk. Mm-hmm. And that's the bottom line. Yeah. But the experiences are great. We have a lot to do out here. That ninja place, Adventure Park. I have a ton of the bouncy place mm-hmm. um, cards, so I don't need any more of that. So, Mom, if you're listening, don't don't purchase that for me, please. But uh, the science spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably go more if I actually bought the... The membership. I always tell myself I'm going to, and then I'm like, ah, oh, next time, next time. I never really do yeah. it. But if I had one, I'd say, hey, let's just go. Like, that could well, be. Well, it's just so hard right now. And then you got Play Street Museum. That's yeah. a good one with the weather changing. Mm-hmm. And we went to that fun uh, fundraiser the other night, remember? And we won the lifetime membership oh, to yeah. Milestones Park, which is not built yet, but it's an all inclusive indoor park. Um, and, now, and that's here in Lubbock. Yes, that's here in Lubbock. See, for some reason, I was thinking that was someplace far away. No, it's right here. It's going to be um, off Marsha Sharp. Wow. But they'll break ground before the end of the year. So is that the place? Um, is it kind of by? It's right next to Legacy. Okay. Yeah, got it down there in that area. But we bid on and won a lifetime membership, and it's good for three kids, which is perfect because that's what we have. So yeah. I can't wait. I'm excited for you, and mm-hmm. I'm excited to use your parking spot. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Sure. Doesn't it come with parking? I have no idea. I thought that's what you had told me in the text message. It's, well, I mean, we park in handicap accessible because it's the wheelchair. So. So maybe I misread. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I'll just ride with you. Okay. I'll just come pick you up. No big deal. Yeah. Come get me so I don't have to do anything. So we do have a lot of things to do here for kids. We do. I just have to get out and. You know, find them and right, but I'm not going to get out until after Christmas. Yeah. I'm here, so if you want to come visit me, you're welcome to. But I think I'm quarantining again, but not because of COVID, just because just it's cold. <laughs> Even though I did get a cute jacket, let's talk about Zoo Lily for a second. Oh dear, 
You're I, mad at me. I'm so mad at you for getting this stinking. It was you and Macy kept telling me about it. Oh, which was the other thing I wanted to tell you about. You've been home editing in yes. your house, right? Right. Okay. Well, Macy and her BF best friend, um, Ashley, they've started their own home edit style organization. Locally? Local here. What is it called? It's called Arranged Lubbock. Okay. We just, they just started following us. Yes. So I remember. Yeah. So we're going to get them on um, soon. That's so don't really worry. Good. But if you're looking for someone to organize your house and she is, they are incredible. Well, I've seen their social media post and yeah. it looks awesome. amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know Ashley well enough to say how, you know, organized and OCD she is, but Macy, I know like before this whole business, you know, like her closet immaculate. Mm-hmm. I can never do it. I can't keep things color coded. I need a different system than that. I like yeah. systems, but color is not my system. Yeah. Like I can do the books, but then I don't touch the books. Right. Don't look at those books. Those I'm are looking, not color coded. Right <laughs> but the ones in the living you room are rainbow. organized. No, just kidding. That is I'm organized. <laughs> There's space there. D- don't be mean already. I'm just kidding. We're doing really good at being nice to each other today. It so. is organized. Anyways, okay, so then back to Zoo Lily. So I got the stinking app, and I'm stuff good stuff all the time. I got my mm-hmm. Christmas Barbie on there already. I got a cute uh, winter jacket. I'm scared to order the clothes, so I ordered some clothes. And yeah. some of them fit fine, but some of them still, no. I stay away from clothes. I have to try it on. And okay. so I stay and away And I from don't that. try on stuff. So I figure I'll just order it. But and it's then you still, have to send it back. Yeah, which is what I'm doing now. Pain. So do they let you return stuff? Yeah. I do. Okay, praise the Lord. Because I'm like, I get a lot of, I don't know, I've I've bought some Christmas presents on there, mm-hmm. and shoe, I get a lot of Hadley shoes on there because, I mean, you can't really go wrong with the toddler size shoes. I just so. need to know what size shoes my kids are. Right. Otherwise, I'd have them shoes instead of me, but their feet are so crazy, and I can't ever remember, like, is that an 11 or an 8 or a 9, which kid is which, because they're kind of, I mean, I know that they're different ages, and they're separate people, blah, 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 but their feet are basically the same, I think. Uh-huh. Madeline's a big girl. Yeah. So I just don't know what they, and sometimes an 11, like is that, am I getting an 11 and like junior high 11 or am I getting a toddler 11? I get very nervous about that. Yeah. Okay. I'll just come over and help you with that. Okay. You just need a size, uh, (laughs) help you size your kids. Yeah. Just uh, figure out what size feet they are. And then I check their shoes, but they're all worn out. The shoes are so old that I can't (laughs) see see the the number anymore. But anyways, so I bought some cheap shoes that I'm going to have to return some cheap clothes that I'm going to have to return. Um, but then I got some good clothes out of it yeah. and some name brands. So I, what I'm going to start doing to help me stay normal is stay on my on the brands that I already know. That you that know. Yeah. yeah, that you like and fit and yeah. stand up to. But buying my Terry's on there, great. That was the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. So so great job. Thank you for that one. Of course. I'm, I'm glad Jimmy's not here to... <laughs> to get on to right you, now yeah. Because yeah, I, and it's so easy to swipe. It is, and the financial you, coach in me is like, "Don't do it, Crystal. Well, don't but, do it." And you also have to remember, though, you have to pay for shipping, and so that's a big deal too. And then some of the stuff doesn't get here quickly. You have to make sure you. And get, I didn't know about that, so I'm still waiting on some things that yeah. I thought. So, yeah, but I got my Christmas Barbie. So that's really, I feel like that was the biggest win. Well, that's good. Yeah, is it just a display or to play with? It's just a display. That's why when you're talking about Hudson and his things you know like yeah that some people collect things i don't and collect so, anything i know you don't but he <laughs> could display it in his room like if he built this really great i don't know death star or whatever yeah 
Then you just... It is displayed, but it also collects dust. Okay, well then blow it off. But they're so little and it just... Like the Legos break apart so easily. Okay. Well, if he doesn't want to, then he doesn't have to. But if he gets joy out of the hour or two or the day it takes him to build this, he's using his brain. He's not on a computer, you know, on a computer. Yeah, that's true. He's like doing something. I think that's really cool. I think Legos are great. Well, and he used to play with them more. He would build them and then play Mm -hmm. with them. Now he's just at the age where he doesn't want to play with them anymore. So, yeah. I would just want to build and then leave it alone. Mm -hmm. Like, look at the work I did. Well, he did. He got a limited edition friends one. Yeah. And that's more for building and not playing with just looking at. And he he does have that displayed. So that's cool. Because it's like um, Central Park. Yeah. He can give that to Tia Crystal if if he wants to (laughs) anytime. Yeah. Bring it on over to me. Oh, we did book club this week. We did. Book club was great. And it was a Halloween party. Yes. And I hung up witch hats. Yes. Everything was great. The food was great. The drinks were great. The cost. Mm -hmm. Everybody came dressed in costumes. Mm -hmm. That was great. Mm -hmm. Everybody participated. Yeah. So it was fun. My house was clean. I have the best clean clean lady in the entire world. So I'm loving that. And I steal her from you. Yeah, I know. I just thought I got to stop telling people I'm not going to share her information. I guess I should. Because someone shared (laughs) it with me. It's a feather in everyone's hat. Well, and my thing is, like, I don't want her to clean everything. I just want someone to do my floors and my baseboards and my windows. Like, I hate that. I, I hate want it. someone to do everything. I wish that we could show the picture of you um, with your... Uh, Let's not. My turban. Yeah, your, your turban. Because <laughs> I was a um, fortune teller. Fortune teller. That's a better word, too. Oh, Kyle Mac, um tried karate. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he did last week. Did he like it? Oh, he loved it. He, that's his... He <laughs> loved it. Alley. He And he listened so well. Ironically, I really thought he Maybe would... that'll be his thing. No, it's not going to be his oh, thing. Oh, okay. No. But he loved it, and he wants to go back, and he asked, Mom, when do we get to go to karate next? And I'm like, um, I don't think I want to pay for karate. <laughs> <laughs> We're already in Spanish and gymnastics and piano. And then it's getting cold. Yeah, you have to go out and more. I don't want to go out another time. But I do get four free weeks, so we'll probably go this week and just go for the month and then say it's over. Yeah. Just see where he gets, you know, what Mm -hmm. happens. Okay. Today we have Emily Wilkinson with us. She's the director of the public arts for Texas Tech University system, their system. And she's the mother of a three-year-old. So welcome today, Emily. Welcome. Thank you. We're glad to have you here. Well, and most important, well, not most importantly, I guess, but incredibly important piece that you forgot to mention is that she's also a Lubbock Moms contributor. Yes. And so on the podcast, we're really trying to highlight some of our contributors because they're really doing great things here in the community. Mm-hmm. So that's why we wanted to get them on to our podcast here at Moms in the Hub. So Yay. so tell us a little bit about you. Um, where are you from? Are you from Lubbock? Um, a little bit about your job. I am a born and raised Lubbockite. I honestly never thought that I would still be here, <laughs> um, but it seems to have keep kept working out that, um, you know, I found I really enjoyed going to Texas Tech. Uh-huh. I thought for sure I would transfer after a year or two. Um, I really enjoyed it once I started. Um, I, you know, stayed here for, for graduate school for my master's um, in museum science and they basically told us nobody's getting a job in in where you live because it's such a 
um, unique field, limited mm-hmm. field. So you kind of have to take a job wherever. Um, and then I ended up getting a job in Lubbock. Um, I worked at the National Ranching Heritage Center for eight years and um, did a lot of their educational programming. And um, I'm still here. Ended up getting this job in public art after that. And um, now that I am a mother, I love having my family here. Yeah. Um, to have free babysitting and, <laughs> yes. um, she gets to know, you know, her family really well. Um, my husband's also from here. So, um, it's been really nice to, to stay in Lubbock and, and see Lubbock kind of grow and change over the years. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it a has. lot different, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause even, you know, I'm not from here, but when I leave and I come back, it's like, oh, okay, great. It's turned into home. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I love really hill country. Has. You know I love hill country, yeah. and I talk about going back all the time. But really, I'm just not going to. Like this, it just turns into your home. Yeah. Well, we the before we moved out of state, we were here visiting friends because my husband went to tech, and we came back ten years later, and the changes mm-hmm. in the city, the community, it was just unreal. I couldn't believe it. But it has everything that you need, and it's easy to get around. And it's small still. It's yeah. big but small. You still know a lot of mm-hmm. people here. Everybody, you still like the small town feel, but with, you know, all that you need. So yeah. Unless you would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Um, my husband also likes that it's on this half of the state because he's a mountains guy. And oh, okay. so we can get to Colorado just as easily as we can get to Houston. Um, yeah. So which in his mind is much better direction to go. So your husband doesn't like the beach. He, no, that's a, that's a constant. Like I love the beach. Um, I really have grown to love camping in the mountains too, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like at first we talked about, maybe we would swap, you know, every other trip we would do beach and then mountains, right. but, um, it's a lot cheaper to go camping in the mountains than <laughs> to sure go is. to the beach. So we've been to the beach once. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's a lot cooler in the mountains than it is Houston. So that's the truth. Well, my husband does not. He just doesn't like the salt of the of the ocean. Mm. We're major beach people. Yeah, he, Jimmy is not. He's over it. So I think he would really like your husband yeah. already. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about your job at Texas Tech University and what you do with the public arts. Okay, so um, this is this is a fun thing to do because I don't think a lot of people realize that this is something that tech does. Especially, um, you know, I graduated kind of at the tail end or at the beginning of this program starting. So. I know a lot of people that I went to school with didn't realize, um, but all these, you know, sculptures started popping up around campus. And um, so I actually started in 2014. So the program itself started in 2001. So it had already been pretty established. Um, Mm -hmm. But what Tech started doing was um, they started dedicating 1% of every construction project budget to commissioning an original artwork for the campus. Um, that's neat. So the piece kind of has to stay with the construction money. So that's kind of how it gets picked, where it is going. Okay. Um, but really kind of the beginning story of this is that, you know, in the early 90s, Tech was named an, one of the ugliest campuses in the oh, nation. And it's so pretty now. By Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Oh, my goodness. By Sports <laughs> Illustrated. They had it out for oh Tech for a while, Haven't I feel they like. seen girls from Tech? I mean, I thought Sports... Right. See, and I think we made the list for, like, pretty girls. Most beautiful women. And that, or I guess maybe they're not Despite our landscape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, I think that was almost seen as a challenge. Like, don't, you know, we yeah. can make yeah. this... We don't need to be on this list. We can do better. So beautiful legs and land. And land. (laughs) (laughs) 
lovely sunsets. <laughs> um, so they started doing, um, when Texas Tech became a system in 1996, um, so kind of put all the campuses under one major um, or chancellor. And um, so he and his wife, uh, John Monford and his wife, Debbie Monford, were the ones who kind of started this. So where that she thought, you know, if we could dedicate a little bit of funds um, for art and they also do landscaping um, around the new project as well to kind of add, you know, that natural beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's Lubbock, we do the zero scaping. So we um, do the water, the drought tolerant plants. Um, and um, so that was, that was kind of the beginning of that. So it really had a good start because it was starting from the top, from the chancellor's office. Um, they wrote it into the Board of Regents rules. So um, it's still in their rules today when they approve a new project, there is 1% tied to that budget for public art. So, um, we, when we talk about projects, we mean major projects. So anything over at that time, it was 2 million. So not mm-hmm. the small little window replacements and things, um, but really the true, um, major projects, big buildings. Um, we also do it for renovations. So some of the older buildings can get public art if they have a, a large enough renovation, um, and then, um, didn't we just, um, or aren't we in the process of building a new stadium? We are, um, we're building a new basketball practice yes. facility. So yeah. will that have a piece of art? It will. In? What is it going to be? Well, it's going to be four tile mosaics on the building. Oh, so, okay. um, kind of, uh-huh. so right now the building, um, no, <laughs> I don't think so. We try to be kind of um, not generic, but nondescript on actual people, Mm -hmm. Um, partially because you never know what somebody can do. You know, the truth, especially Um, now. (laughs) After seeing some of our, some other statues come down, like I know Penn State took down their Joe Paterno statue. Um, You try Uh to be careful of living people. Mm -hmm. So we try to be a little more like a student could look at this mural and think that could be me. Yeah, that's Um, a good way. So, um, but we're working on, it'll be, cause it's men and women's basketball. So we'll have, uh, two, um, women on two of the, uh, murals and, a, a man on each of the other two murals. So, um, for lady Raider and red Raider basketball. So that one is going to be a little late cause we're still trying to figure out the actual images. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to have some vinyl banners, hanging in the spots until that's finalized so okay typically we try to get the piece done in time for the construction but um, for some especially higher profile projects that that can definitely change based on um, you know approvals or what what people are wanting to see so um, but we know for sure they're going to be the tile murals um, and if y'all have been in Jones Stadium we have a similar concept on that mm-hmm. um, underneath in the concourse area. So it'll be a, a similar concept, different artists for that one. I so, can't imagine it. So I'm trying to really figure it out. And to me, it's just four tiles. But that's all right. I'll see it later. It's going to be beautiful. It's a mosaic sure. that makes a picture mm-hmm. with yeah. tiles, okay. I believe. That makes... Okay, I can I can handle that. <laughs> do you Thank try... You. you said, do you try to find local artists to do these? Or does it depend? Um, you know, we really don't. And partially, these are 
large scale projects. Mm-hmm. Um, 1% doesn't sound like a lot, but when you think about a building that costs $50 million, yeah, and that's huge. a half a million dollar commission. And, um, so we have some projects where we have used local artists, but, mm-hmm. um, we try to do our postings on a global scale to really give any artist a chance to apply. And mm-hmm. so that's that's usually what we do is when we post a project, it goes out throughout the world. And we've had some pretty big, like an artist from South Africa. We've had an artist wow. from France, from China. So we we try to, to get really the best pr- person for the job, regardless of where they're from or... Um, and so it, if, you know, if there's a local artist we know of that could do it, we definitely want them to know and apply. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to get it. We've had a couple of, of jobs where, like we had one outside of the School of Arts sculpture program. Mm-hmm. That one, the requirement was that they be a graduate of that program. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's certain times where we will restrict it. But usually it is just kind of open to whoever. And we try to get artists with a similar um, level of qualifications just you know if somebody has never done a big job we're not going to give them half a million dollars right at the beginning to do this yeah well they've so. got to start somewhere you mm-hmm. know <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> yeah and i got hey, my roof done I'll do so, <laughs> i know what one percent looks like because when your roof gets hailed out mm-hmm. and the insurance keeps that one percent yeah, it's like oh yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, so it, I, it takes a, it it it's a sounds, little more than it sounds like. That's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, and you said so. You said for the whole university system, so the San Angelo campus, Fredericksburg. So, if there are any projects, so you said earlier, um, when we were talking, that mm-hmm. y'all would do that as well. You'd be in charge of that as well. Yeah. So, um, you know, typically most of our pieces, I would say, are here on mm-hmm. in Lebec. Most of them are in the TTU campus. We do have several on the Health Sciences Center campus here in Lubbock. Mm-hmm. Um, we have pieces in Amarillo, Odessa, Abilene. Um, our El Paso campus is probably the furthest away that I've dealt with right now. Um, but it's really been fun as an alumni to get to go back and see some of these campuses that I probably didn't know tech had. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we're adding Midwestern State, hopefully to the system. You know, that's been the discussion pending legislature approval um so they would also be one that we would work with as the construction projects were we're starting so okay well i remember um in a discussion on lubbock moms um in the group before you talked about you could go around and look at all of these um mm-hmm. sculptures and different art pieces so if somebody was listening and that's something they wanted to do because it's such a good idea for a date night or something yeah. to do have your kids go do what would they look something up online so they could find out about the artist? What does that tell us that process? We have, um, and I, I feel like you're right. It's a great thing to go and do, especially right now when people are trying mm-hmm. to, to be socially distant. And, yeah. Um, so we have an app called Art Trek, A-R-T-T-R-E-K, all mm-hmm. one word. Um, totally free to download. Um, it's on iTunes and Android think for androids it's in the google play store um and it is kind of like google maps where it uses your location it will show you what's right by you if you're Mm -hmm. just on campus and want to know what what you're looking at um it'll also if you've seen pictures of something or there's one you want to visit you can look it up and it'll give you directions to it so um that app's been a great tool um that's one of the things that i've gotten to help work on and i've learned that apps are a huge 
an investment in time. Uh Um, even if you're paying someone else to do it, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff you have to do with it. Um, but I love it because, you know, it gives information about the piece. Tech's a big campus. It's hard to get around if you're not um, used to it. Even uh-huh. if you've graduated and it's been a few years, there's a lot of things that um, have popped up <laughs> recently. Yeah. So it might be harder to find things. So um, I love that it uses the at, like your location. And um, we can also put videos of the artists talking about their piece on the app. So some of them have that. Um, photos and then we have a game as well that's kind of like Pokemon Go where you can turn on the game and it'll give you clues to find pieces. So oh, that's, that's fun. fun. With the kids. That's something yeah, the that's kids, would, kids. My son with 11 year old would love to do something like that. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you know, I always love to hear how people play the game because I, you know, I know every, I wrote the clues so I, I can't really <laughs> objectively can't play it. <laughs> play it. <laughs> so I'd love to hear, you know, how people think about the game or how that that all goes um and we tried um to program it so that it takes you to pieces similarly close so that you're not walking all the way around campus um we have about a hundred a little over a hundred just on the ttu campus so it's a lot um i think a lot more than people realize um there is on the campus so the the art inside buildings is that accessible some of it yes um and that's kind of I try as much as we can to put it outside just so that it is always accessible. If it's an indoor piece, it might just be accessible when the building's open. Um, So that's something that's a little bit harder to see the indoor ones on the weekends, but some of them you still can go in and see them. Okay, so you had mentioned earlier that um, you were involved in the educational programming. Okay, can you tell us a little bit more about that, what that looks like? Um, and what age group we're talking about at this time? For the Ranching Heritage Center? Or? Yes. Okay, yes, sorry. I'm sorry. I was like making sure I was following. Yeah, I know yes. we're talking about Texas Tech, so I'm jumping way back. No. Um, but when you did that, wh- I'm just curious as a as a previous educator, like being involved, that's curriculum. Are you just mm-hmm. writing curriculum? Are you working no. with schools? Like what does that look like? We kind of did everything. And one of the things in the kind of the museum arts field is that it's a lot of, we, we like to call it other duties as assigned where we do a lot of jobs. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, both in my job now and at the Ranching Heritage Center, it was, you know, we did write curriculum. I have a an EC through four certification or did. I think it's expired <laughs> by now. But um, so I was I would write curriculum for we had traveling trunks. So it was. Um, different types of artifacts that kids could use and lesson plans to go with it um, for kind of like Old West lesson planning. So definitely, I I think our teaks were with fourth grade. Um, So do people come pick those up? mm -hmm, They can check them out and come get them. Um, We would also do informal education programming. So families could come out on the weekends. Um, We had a program called the Junior Rough Riders and they were like, kid members of the museum so we had different fun activities and things for them um I know now um my predecessor Julie Hodges is amazing if you ever want to do a full show on her um she would be a good one to talk more about what they do now but they have a great partnership with um John Erickson who writes Hank the Cowdog oh yeah Mm -hmm. and so they're doing um a whole ranch life learning um series on with those uh books i know lesson plans 
Um, and that is actually what's fun with that is they're actually doing a construction project to create this whole interactive learning space. Um, so I get to work with them on that because that'll have public art. So that's wow. been fun to kind of go back and work with them on that. Um, I also, when I was there, did um, like their big events, Candlelight at the Ranch, Ranch Day, um, their summer camp. So they've got a lot of great things um, and good partnerships with teachers. Um, but, you know, could always use more um, to kind of see what schools are needing, especially now. Um, if there's more things they could do to help them. Yeah. Um, That'd be, we need to look into that. We do. And I think a lot of teachers here that don't know about that. I mean, we definitely need to get that out there because mm-hmm. we'd appreciate that. Yeah, because I believe, and I don't want to misspeak, um, but I think those books are free that they've produced for that Ranch Life Learning. And I know they have the curriculum on their website even. So okay, you okay. can even download that right now. So if we have people that have switched over to homeschool, they could still utilize that as well. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm sure that's so much fun. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people have done that recently. Yeah, so. and a lot, you know, I... Um, worked kind of getting into my background. I, I worked at the science spectrum when I was in graduate school. Uh-huh. Um, and that museum is actually kind of what kicks me off on this whole path to museums. Cause uh-huh. I worked at the science spectrum when I was getting my certification, my teaching certification, uh-huh. cause I wanted to get good education experience. And I was just too, I'm too, um, much of a planner to be a substitute teacher. <laughs> I need more notice that I'm going to be working that day than, you know, the morning. I yeah. think, I think probably now, um, you get more of a notice. I don't know, but I just couldn't handle that stress. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, started working there as a way to like plan, you know, do lesson plans, uh-huh. teach kids, um, and just fell in love with that informal education type, um, uh, platform. Mm-hmm. And I know, um, the Science Spectrum has a lot of good resources, too, for um, for education. And I think they even have, when I worked there, they had some labs that they would let homeschools use or lead, like, um, more complex science-type lessons with homeschool students that may not have access to that kind of lab equipment. Um, so that's something that was kind of cool that they did, too. And I'm sure they're still doing some or not, if not more of that, because it's mm-hmm. been a while since I worked there. <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry I, I bounced back. I just want to make sure that, that that was just a question on my heart, because um, that's just an interesting little piece that I don't have a lot of information on. So, But let me jump back to Texas Tech, because this is how I do things and my whole conversation. Apologies. What is your favorite sculpture? It's a little bit of a... What's your favorite child question? It's hard to answer because um, I feel like it kind of fluctuates based on what I've been working on and um, recent ones. I would say the most special one is um, called Texas Rising, which is in front of the West Village dorm. It's one of our newer ones. It's a huge, um, like 20 foot tall star. And there's uh, four other ones around it that all light up at night. Um but my husband and I actually got married in front of that one. Oh, oh yeah. So um, this okay. is that has so to be of course. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> we did a very small wedding. Um, it was just um, our parents and grandparents and my brother and his family, and so we just did it on spring break. We my brother's ordained. We did it in front of oh. the biggest star, and it has a round of benches 
around it. How sweet, so, though. Um, so it was really fun. And then we just did a reception later, you know, like a few months later when we were ready to plan something. Um, but so that one, sentimentally, is probably my favorite. Um, and then uh, one of our newest ones called Oblique Intersection is my new favorite because it's just super cool. And I it like was, that name. It's a, yeah, it's a good name. It's... Um, was completely hand welded so it has about a million welds wow. on it so if any of your husbands are welders they might appreciate it mm-hmm. <laughs> um mm-hmm. but that one was one that i feel like it's a, such a different type of sculpture and it was very hard to explain and i think a lot of people are really afraid of it <laughs> when we were talking about it we have we have a committee that selects the artist before um Obviously, before the piece is ever made, this is a completely site-specific, custom-made mm-hmm. to Texas Tech. Um, and so um, there's a lot of trust in there that, you know, the committee has to have for the artists. And um, then once our committee selects the artist, then I have to meet with the chancellor and the president and have them approve it. And so um, they have a lot of trust for for our selections. There was a lot of discussions on that piece just because it's so different. Um, and it's, um, I think a little bit hard to picture in person. It's about 30 feet tall, but it, the way they've constructed it, it almost disappears if you're looking straight at the building. Um, but as you walk around it, it kind of changes and how it, how it looks. And so, um, it was just so exciting to have it show up and, you know, everybody love it as much as we had, predicted they would but until it actually happens it's a little nerve-wracking yeah so do people do some of the are some of the sculptures sculpted on site or are they all off-site and then very carefully obviously brought to yeah they're all made off-site just um you know we let the artists kind of work in their studio work their magic yeah work their magic big studios (laughs) yes they do and a lot of them you know it's kind of interesting um you know a lot of sculptors these days it's not it's about half and half maybe who actually physically sculpts it themselves um some of them hire or do the design work and hire a team to construct it for them or really? they do it together and um you know it's kind of funny my husband would he was like well are they really the artists and I was like <laughs> well it's kind of a it's almost like an architect you know you yeah you would still say Frank Gehry was the architect of you know, one of his buildings, even though he didn't physically make it. So it's kind of the That's same true. thing where where they design it and it's their vision and they definitely oversee all the aspects of the construction. But especially, you know, we work with um, James Searles, who's a huge Texas sculptor, probably one of the best known living sculptors in Texas. Um, he did one of our pieces at the Health Sciences Center and he's in his 80s. So he's probably, he did hand sculpt the actual petals on the piece. It's flowers, but it also has these huge steel pipes. So he didn't bend those pipes himself. He took them to um, actually an oil company that bends pipes for oil rigs and things. And so they have very good experience bending steel pipes. So (laughs) um, it's kind of interesting how they all come together. Each one kind of has its own own story. the one oblique intersection actually came in uh, six different pieces and they welded it on site together. So just the final pieces. So there is a lot of construction that may happen once they get here. Um, 
we had a piece in um, was done by a, a French artist, Mike Mark Fornes, um, who has um, I think two rock climbers on staff who were in harnesses inverted while they were doing the rivets on the bottom side of the piece. So oh it's always God. fun to watch them. Yeah. And then some will just show up in one solid piece and they'll bolt it to the ground or, and, and be done. So <laughs> so we have purist and the non-purist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. I never thought about that. I mean, there, and for an 80-year-old man, like bending some metal, like I feel like that's still his piece of art. But in my head, an artist is one who is creating the piece, the said art. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like but when yeah. no say, one like, could do that but you. Yeah. But, when you put it in the architecture perspective, though, that does on such a large scale piece, that makes sense. Yeah. And some to of some. these, you know, it's it is kind it's of black and white crystal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's been the fun, you know, of public art is that it, you learn all these things about it. You know, it is mm-hmm. it's almost like a mini construction project. They have to mm-hmm. have experience with engineers and foundations. You know, mm-hmm. these pieces are out in the middle of the world for people to climb on or do whatever to. Mm-hmm. So they have to Safety be first. ready to stand up to anything. Um, yeah, that's, you have to make sure they're very secure. Very secure. Um, you know, our wind is pretty intense. That's true. So, um, you know, sometimes. I'm, I gotta stop being funny. I'm not very funny. I gotta stop it today. I'm sorry, guys. In case you're wondering, that's Crystal trying to be funny. I'm you joking. Know. Oh, gosh. So what is your, what's your favorite part about your job? Cause it sounds like a very fun job and you do have the chancellor yeah. and president's ear. So that's always interesting. Yeah. It depends <laughs> on the day. <laughs> um, you know, what's funny is they, um, for the most part, they've told me they really like my meetings cause they know it's going to be something interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be some stressful, like somebody has a problem or, you know, it's, yeah. it's just going to be interesting kind of seeing, um, you like know, the what, fun part kind of art. Yeah, it is yeah. kind of a fun. And the money's already earmarked for this. So mm-hmm. it's not like you're going in and saying, can I have half a million dollars, yeah. please? So. Yeah. And that's another good point is I don't have to go in and, and get money and then get the sculpture. So I'm very lucky that, mm-hmm. you know, I already have the money mm-hmm. ready to go and here's how we're going to spend it. Um, I just love, um, you know, I love to see kind of how the artists, when we have, um, a call for art we will usually have a hundred plus artists apply for oh. these. And so it's a lot of interesting work that you get to look through. Um, when we, our committee picks a few finalists, um, and they're the ones who actually come and create, um, a proposal for the, for the project. So, um, kind of getting to see how three or four different people will interpret one statement and it'll be t- totally different how mm-hmm. each one decides they would approach the piece so to me it's I just think it's so interesting to see kind of how how people's minds work that way as best you can yeah. um, but also just getting to talk to a lot of people who aren't art people about this you know um, our administration isn't always think of themselves as art people so kind of uh, getting to work with them on on this, um, but also when we have projects, we have our regular committee, but each time we have somebody new that's associated with a specific project. So um, I feel like we're kind of introducing maybe at least an appreciation of art and the process 
of that to other people. And so I really, um, I'm a, a very collaborative person. I like to, you know, talk to people and work with people. So I love that aspect and that I just never know who I'm going to get to work with or mm-hmm. how they're going to take the project. Um, but I, I feel like no matter what, we always get somebody who has a appreciation for what we're doing because we're not just throwing some sculpture out in front of a building and calling it good. Like there's a lot of thought that goes into this. And so with uh, that being said, will we ever have um, a banana plastered on the wall with a piece of tape? Because that's like <laughs> that was a big art. one. Yes, that was right? a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's right. That's what <laughs> and what I read is that they don't even give you the banana. No, you, you... get instructions yeah. for how to tape your own banana. To the wall. <laughs> so will Tech ever have edible art? <laughs> Probably not. No, we have a permanency thing. <laughs> So maybe it's giant banana sculpture. But you can appreciate that joke because it was a good one, right? Yes. Thank no, you. I do like that one. I actually um, working on my PhD right now and I'm in an aesthetics class right now, which is a philosophy class. And uh, we talked about that. Um, and what did you example. all say about it? Because I think it's a little insane personally. No, I do too. It's a whole like it's, you know, it started with the Duchamp's fountain which is the urinal that was put in a museum and kind of that whole absurdity of what could be art and Mm -hmm. how um I guess you know I would feel that you have to be at a certain level before you can pull that one off Um, yeah I can't just go the guy that did the banana was already well known and they thought he wasn't doing work anymore they thought he was retired so having I guess a certified um certificate saying you can display his banana I guess was a big, your banana. Uh, yes, with his. It's your own banana. Yeah, which Does you he send have tape. No, no, it's, it's just your own tape too. Mm-hmm. You just pay for the instructional you piece of paper. You bought his idea. God, that's mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, so ephemeral it? art is, which is what that is, is a very is kind of an interesting thing because um, there I saw an exhibit in, at the Dallas Museum of Art one time that was. Um, I think it was Robert Smithson, and he does a lot of outdoor art where he arranges rocks and things. And so he's he had an exhibit, and um, the staff, and I always think this is interesting as a museum person, the staff set up the rocks and the mirrors and the sand per his instructions. So it's kind of, it's a more advanced version, I feel like, of the banana. <laughs> yeah. because you are still the one doing it, but it's the artist's idea. Um, it's yeah. a little bit more attractive than a banana stuck to the wall, but it it was interesting that it's New York like Times labor. did a whole article on it because Before I guess adults. that one of, because there were two different bananas that were sold, or he sold two I'm versions. Sure make money off my ideas. <laughs> and one was donated to the Guggenheim. Oh. So they can display the duct tape banana so do you think that they'll just rotate the banana like yeah. every seven yeah. days? I, I think the instructions actually said to do that oh my goodness to switch <laughs> it out every so often okay. because for me as a museum professional you're not really supposed to introduce a banana a rotting banana into your collection because it brings in bugs and all sorts of things that can damage, damage everything else yeah. so then that would stress me out to have 
a banana decomposing in my gallery. Oh my god! But it's yeah. everything else. <laughs> it's art, so you'll need to check that. So, what made you want to be a contributor with Lubbock Moms, and what's your favorite part about writing for the blog? You know, um, I love this community. Just um, it seems like there's so many different types of women, but everybody seems to work really well together. Um, I'm a little sad. I joined right at in March, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't. Y'all are two of the few I've met in person yeah. at this point. <laughs> I've only <laughs> seen people on Zoom or through our, our group, contributors group. But, um, you know, it was partially I wanted to get experience writing more. Um, and I don't want to lose my, I guess, conversational voice in writing as I go into a PhD program. I don't want it to kill my ability to write in a personal manner, (laughs) if that makes sense, because Mm -hmm. it's going to be, um, you know, it's emphasized so much in my school that everything be so clinical and, Mm -hmm. um, third person and, um, I can still be a little objective because I'm doing qualitative research. So, um, but it's still not, you know, you still have to have a little bit less of a personal voice. So I wanted to be able to keep writing in a personal way. I'd also seen, you know, that they were looking for um, writers that had um, experience in academia or the university world. So, um, you know, I thought, well, I work at a school and I'm in school now, so maybe that'll be a helpful voice. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) You offer a different perspective. I still feel I'm not as great of a member as I could be because school, I feel like sometimes deadlines that coincide, I... Um, it's a lot of writing. Yeah, and I think it's every contributor feels that way. So you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad to see that, you know, when the deadline hits, that some of us are like, oh. Yeah, I can't get anything out of Danae. <laughs> well, so. see, good. It's not just me. <laughs> you get, you get me here. Just, I know. <laughs> That's my contribution is talking to people. <laughs> oh, joy. Yeah, so I, you know, and I don't breathing. have a lot of time to do a, a lot of stuff, but I felt like if I was going to do anything with my little little free time that I have I'd love to spend it more with with other moms I'm an older mom I just turned 40 (laughs) we're almost the same age that (laughs) with a three-year-old so um you know I don't always know if I'll relate to all the moms that will be in her class Uh, maybe I will I think that's happening I know (laughs) so you have a three-year-old too yeah um but so it's it's good to find groups of moms and see what everybody's doing and yeah. um, so I've I've enjoyed it so far. I still feel like I'm just so new to it, but mm-hmm. um, I'm trying. If I don't get well, it in in time, just know I'm trying. Well, hopefully we'll be able to start doing more together as things kind of ease person. up. Yeah, in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love that because I really, um, you know, I have friends that are in other types of organizations throughout the community and it seems like there's you know not drama but it's just you know there's different factions of people or you know it, oh, it, this okay. group just we're feels... going insurgent here no <laughs> <laughs> like are you cantor no, no. <laughs> yeah which one are you which faction are you um i feel like this group just seems so just fun and just I yeah love the it's a good mix of ladies yeah. a good mix of people yeah yeah so um I'm excited to to do more things with you all. And I like to keep different um, minds around me. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, helps you grow. Yes. So I was um, reading something today about colds and things like that. I kind of listened to a lot of Leah Rimney Scientology stuff. And so... <laughs> 
uh, sorry, but you know, a lot of that is that you only keep like-minded people around mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's why I like about our group so much is that I'm not going to do that. You know, mm-hmm. I like people who think like me too. You know, that's great. Sometimes Danae and I think just alike and then sometimes we don't. And I like that as well. So <laughs> to keep us all kind of our swords really nice and, um, sharpened. <laughs> Yeah. I could have finished that sentence on my own, Danae. Sometimes you have trouble. <laughs> I know. She was just proving a point. I'm proving, your point. I'm proving your point that we know each other so well. That's right. That is. So I'm glad you're here. Not that I'm not saying that we're different, but that's what's so great about We might moms. be. We might. I don't know. And it's nice to be in a community of moms and women mm-hmm. for support. Because I think at this stage of life, I mean, well, any stage of motherhood, mm-hmm. you need support. You need yeah. to know that you're not alone. and. Or you can just reach out to somebody for questions or help or, or just to talk. So, yeah, yeah, it's a good group. Yeah. Well, and I think regardless, because especially now everything's super divisive, but mm-hmm. you can always rely on a mom to kind of get you um, with some with some of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it great to have, especially this community. Um, I worked at home from March until mid-August, and... Um, you know, my husband works for, um, friendship. And so he went to work a lot more than I did in person. Um, and so it was me and a three-year-old working at home. And (laughs) so at first you get kind of worried, you have all these calls, all these, um, conferences, and you never know if she's going to run behind you or Mm -hmm. do something. Um, but to have that, you know, other moms and we all kind of compared stories about that. So it made me feel better that, you know, I wasn't like the unprofessional one with a child running around. Like right. everybody kind of got that. Um, and that's one thing I love about um, tech. I feel like, you know, the system especially is very family focused. And so they were very, um, we've even kind of developed this whole working parent group where we talk about different things as a group that the chancellor supports where, um, you know, we've kind of compared notes on this. So, um, it's been really good as a parent to see kind of the support that we have that we may not have known was there before that's happened with working from home. Yeah. Um, so. A lot of good things coming out of it. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming today. We've really enjoyed yes. you yeah, and I've learned a lot about me. art. <laughs> I know. Good. I'm very excited to already, go do this. I already got the app. Yeah. yeah I it's hope very you'll easily do. used already. I've been playing with it. Oh, good. Okay. And we've also have Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. So if anybody okay. is into that. Okay. Stuff. Are you, um, s- the Facebook group, what's it under? Or which? Um, it's TTUS Public Art. I think that's our name for all three. Okay. TTUS. It makes it easier. S yeah. for system. Yeah. Okay. Public art. We will well, put that in the notes. So. We always end with one question about our moms because we're moms here. <laughs> so what is, so it could be a, a negative or a positive. It depends <laughs> on you and your relationship with your mom. But what is one, um, a lifelong lesson that you've learned from your mother that you'll never forget? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, <laughs> I think one thing that we have that she always taught us was to turn off the TV when we're eating. That's good. Uh, you know, we um we eat at our table every night and we turn off the TV. We might turn on our record player cuz we're those people with records. We have one. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like we're that. Yeah, we've got all Pulls our records and um so we'll turn on we don't really play um 
we play adult music, I guess, not kids' music. Yeah. So Margo's <laughs> getting hopefully a good musical palette. Um, mm-hmm. But um, that's really the thing that I've remembered the most is that, you know, as a kid, you're always like, oh, I want to watch my show and eat. Because um, I knew friends whose families did that. But you know, my mom was always pretty strict about she was pretty much always going to make us dinner. We didn't eat out a lot. And, um, but that we would turn off the TV and we'd sit at the table, um, and talk as a family. And I think that's, that was great for our family. Um, and so far it's been good for us, (laughs) um, as much as we can. Yeah. And it's so, especially right now, it's so good to have that foundation and that time to talk and just connect with your family. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, thank you. Thank Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to our show today. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. We'll see you next week. Share this with your friends. Hi, today's podcast is brought to you by Lubbock Moms. Lubbock's premier parenting resource of the South Plains. Have ideas or want to hear about something specific? Comment below or email us at info at lbkmoms.com and we'll work it in.